Hello and welcome back to Rebel Air, a Star Wars animated series fancast. I'm your host, Greg. And I'm Kaki, and Greg has lured me into a cave of wonders where we've been taken over by the spirits of Star Wars Rebels. Today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 10, Visions and Voices, written by Brent Friedman and directed by Bosco Ng. Ooh, it's a spoopy one. Ooh. Oh, this was, I mean, I, I struggled to find stuff to giggle about in this episode and then Sabine delivered. Yes, okay, Sab that's Sabine good. 100% came through. This one was one where like, I had to stop and kind of think to myself, I was like, am I going to have to explain some of the, the, the Dathmerian magic and like, like probably a little bit, but at the same time, like you've seen Fallen Order, and it's also, I mean, it's just like you know, Marin has like kind of weird magic stuff, and also just like Star Wars has always been like pulpy fantasy, like it's it's a yeah. fantasy in space. We don't need to explain it too too much because Ezra experiences apparitions of. <laughs> no, I'm going to commit to it. I'm going to commit. I'm going to do this. Apparitions of Maul on Chopper Base, only to have him reveal himself in front of the Bendu. Actually, I'm going to do this like like Maul does, because Maul has like Ooh. this crazy Ooh. sort of emotional tenor, seeking additional information gleaned from the joining of the holocrons. Do you notice how he sort of goes up and down for fucking <laughs> no really reason? Does. Just cool it. Ezra and Maul conjured the Night Sisters of Dathomir. But when Sabine and Kanan arrive, they become possessed, forcing Ezra to vanquish the Night Sisters and discover the clue he was looking for, along with a lost relic. I think I nailed that, Greg. Just a quick sort of feedback round. How, how did we feel about that? About that spot-on, pitch-perfect rendition of Maul? See, here's the thing. It was, like, really, really, really spot-on. Like, it was, like, it just, 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 because you were doing, you were nailing Thank a lot you. of sounds. The only thing I could kind of think of was just, like, you were changing more than he does. Not by a lot, to be <laughs> no, perfectly exactly. honest, but like it's definitely by a little. It's like, yeah, you could like dial it down just a little bit and probably be like mm -hmm. pretty spot on. Before we go in, I, I have a little gift for you because while they're working on it, they had two working titles for this one. Okay. They had Dark Blade of Dathomir, which good title. It's a solid title. <laughs> yeah. Or The Boy mm -hmm. Who Cried Maul. <laughs> <laughs> Which I included just because I loved the boy who cried Maul. I think that is fantastic. It is, but I think we can do better. <clears throat> yeah, no, I mean, you've unlocked it now. Um, oh, no. Let me see. Maul rats? What? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, that one? I, I can already tell you at the start of the episode what the episode of this podcast is going to be, Cocky, because it's gonna, it's got to be I Ain't Afraid of No Ghosts. <laughs> yes, okay, that's fine. I'm just going to... Yes, okay, there's absolutely no way I can beat that. I'm going to... There's got to be a... No, that doesn't even... Okay, well, here's what I want. I want... <clears throat> I can't even demand this. I'm I'm hoping that there's a future episode that is about pursuing Maul, because then I can title that Gotta Catch the Maul. <laughs> yes. Okay. 
Now that's okay. just a teaser, and I'll say it again next time, and I bet you we'll both have forgotten by then, and I'll just sort of think that I'm coming up with it on the spot. Very likely, before we get into the episode, let's go check in with the Bothan Report. Cocky, our reprieve from Bothans is over. Our, <laughs> oh. we, we had a reprieve from Bothans, but apparently, <laughs> apparently we got some, some nitpicks, and, and they're good nitpicks. I appreciate these nitpicks. <laughs> Okay, I mean, we did our best, didn't we? We, we Oh god, we... no, no, probably not. <laughs> so this first one that we have is from Kaleidoscope for Kelly. Hey, Kelly! So Kelly's saying, I have a minor nitpick. Kaki called Thrawn's device an iPad. However, the technical term for the device is a datapad. As far as I know, Silicon mm. Valley does not exist in the Star Wars universe. Oh, <laughs> oh Kelly, I don't know. Do, I mean, yes, in the strictest sense, but I didn't think that it was called an iPad. I was just, it, it was just one of my irascible little, little, I mean, <laughs> a lot of bothans were, would die if I were kept responsible for all the dope shit that I say. <laughs> well, it, this, is, this is a relatively low, low one. There's only eight that died from this. No, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm getting so jaded about Bothans. It's only a Bothan. <laughs> Were you trying for a Monty Python reference? Like, it's yes, only I was a trying. I was trying. Oh, and I just okay. failed you. I just failed you. <laughs> no, it, so well, maybe this will help. Alan Davies's favorite B joke. Did you ever hear that on on QI, the British comedy sh- the comedy I've, show? I have not. No. Okay, so here's his here's Alan Davis's famous bee joke. Two beekeepers meet at a pub, and one of them asks the other, "So, how, how many bees do you have?" Uh, and the other says, "Well, uh, I have ten thousand bees, as a matter of fact." Oh yeah, oh yeah. And how how many hives do you have? Yeah, I have about two hundred hives. Oh, okay. So, so how many bees do you have? Oh, I've I've got a million bees. Really? Oh wow. How how many hives do you have? Oh, just the one. What? You you keep a million bees in one hive? Yeah, fuck them. They're only bees. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that can be our attitude. Yeah, fuck them. They're only bothans. Ooh. Well, let's... So, let's, let's, let's... how did these eight bees bothans die? <laughs> Thrawn was not content with dominating the Star Wars galaxy. Rather, his ambitions r- extended towards ruling Earth. Grand Admiral Thrawn decided to start with Silicon Valley. In Whoa. turn, he opened an, inter- an interdimensional portal from the Star Wars galaxy to Northern California. Fortunately, Callus <laughs> learned about Thrawn's plan to take over Earth. He hired several Bothans and a squadron of A-Wings to thwart Chiss's nefarious deeds. In turn, Whoa. the A-Wing pilots rerouted Thrawn's trajectory from Mountain View to San Francisco. Fortunately, Thrawn did not have a California's <laughs> driver's license. <laughs> Furthermore, the BART, the Bay Area Rapid Transit, was experiencing technical difficulties. As he was plotting his next move, the Chiss stopped at the San Francisco Museum of Modern Art. Ooh! And and thus, yeah, thus completed, like, gained all the knowledge he needed to conquer all of Earth's Western Hemisphere. While Thrawn was browsing through the art museum, the Bothans spotted him. They chased the Chiss out of the MoMA to the... Chased the Chiss out of the... Yes. Onto the Bay Bridge, there several other Bothan agents were waiting with a courier ship. With the help of the A-Wing pilots, the Bothans sent Thrawn toward the portal back to the Star Wars universe. In the process, eight Bothans died in the San Francisco Bay. Whoa. 
I just got really swept away by the sort of drama of these bothens like protecting our universe and laying down their lives in, in, in service of protecting the, the sort of time streams. Yeah, but I'm also just kind of, I'm like... I, <laughs> do, you, do you have mixed emotions toward these heroic bothens because they denied you op the opportunity to fangirl at Thrawn himself? No, no, because I'm just kind of imagining just like, are, are bothens just like a species where they're just like, are they like the, the aliens from signs where they just like touch water and they're just like, oh no, we're dead now. Like, is that like what the bothens are? <laughs> no. Like, I, do they drown I, like an I, inch I, of water? Is that what the bothens do? I think they're like. I know the my, bay is larger. Uh, I know the bay is larger than that. Please don't, please don't bother me on that. Don't bother me on that. There's no bothers on bothers. My my buddy Gareth, who lives in northern in, in Northern Ireland, had a. I think she was the Scotty dog. He had a, he had a dog who didn't like to swim very much, and so at one point, well, you know, you got to learn one way or another. So dropped her off the side of the pier, and she was not a puppy, right? She was a, she was a grown ass dog, and this is this has worked for other dogs in their family before, and just drops her off the pier, and just watched her plump and just sort of looking up slowly sink down as bubbles were streaming oh shit and having to dive after her just absolutely no instincts an experiment that was never done again on any dog since then because apparently you've just got dogs with no instincts so maybe the bothens are like that they just yeah. drop and they go oh this sucks my dog has fallen into my parents pool uh before and just it's just always a matter of just like Oh no, why is there splashing? And we just like have to run in and just grab her because she's just like, I mean, she's like, she's an Australian Shepherd. She's a big dog. And she's just like, I don't yeah. know how to get out. What am I doing? What am I doing? And it's like, don't die. Okay, but please. <laughs> you, no, but yes, beautiful idiot. Splashing, splashing is great. Like, it's called the doggy paddle for a reason. Like, splashing keeps your, was not your doing nose doggy up. Paddle. And then you can... She was, she was, no? she okay. was <laughs> just the, just the flailing. She's, oh, okay. she's fine. She's, a, she's, she's, she's safe. It's all good. It's all good. But let's get out of this. Okay, like, what I want? No, now I want a sort of refugee camp of Bodens in the in the Netherlands and just learn to swim. Because okay. every school child learns to swim because there's water <laughs> everywhere. It even rains. It comes down from above. That's how much water there is here. Okay, well, let's 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 move along because the next one is from. My name is Shivigo Paptoya. You made my apprentice <laughs> prepare to die. <laughs> to die. <laughs> I'm actually going to dock him, hey, just straight off the bat. That was great. I'm going to dock him one bothen. Uh, oh, no, he's probably up to something, so I can't do that. But anyway, <laughs> for missing hello. That's how it starts. You can't miss the hello. My name is Shivigo Palptoya. And I didn't help him out with that either. I could have I could have give, just, just uh, been a good brother, but apparently <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I love it. And and I love it's probably like gonna be on his on his little no that's what it is uh, uh it's on his little name tag his first day name tag hello my name is yep yeah okay yeah I can, I can still, and and in in true Zach passion uh, and in true Zach fashion uh, he gave it the, the name of, the of uh Sumartage <laughs> say again Sumartage which Sumartage which just put the Beastie Boys oh. song sabotage in my head. <laughs> <laughs> this is so much <laughs> so this is in regards to you and me discussing the troopers kind of guarding things and and canon as right. response to that so yeah 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 obviously i'm not a member of the imperial military but i did ser serve in the air force in a very secure setting my job wasn't security, so it wasn't like I was patrolling the hallways, but as long as they were military-related, it didn't ever really raise any alarm bells to see, like, a sailor walking with an airman in the way, 
Scout Ezra was walking with Stormtrooper Kanan. We okay. also wear face covering helmets, so that does really just open you up to this kind of espionage attack. But even then, they had specific training that could have gotten them out of that jam. Obi-Wan should have given them a distance learning refresher course on Jedi mind tricks after they blanked on that ability. <laughs> no, Ezra, don't act like a bumbling idiot. Use the force. No, Kanan, just because your Padawan screws up the Jedi mind trick doesn't mean you panic and drop it all together. <laughs> Oh, quality. <laughs> yes, very good. I stand corrected. Yes, for, for that one, two Bothans died infiltrating and sabotaging an Imperial factory, but they got their universes confused and tried to travel back in time, but instead got exploded oh crotch first on their speeder bikes. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, so there's there's more dimension. Everybody's dimension hopping now. This I mean, is a wild AU. I mean, like, hey, if Marvel's doing it, why can't we? Heck yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're on two now. Now, it's, it's not giving us much two. of a system to work with. It's, one and two. So it could be just integers. It could it, be is, Fibonacci sequence. Still a candidate? I, I mean, like, it, is, is he just going to, like, is he just going to be, like, just counting them all down until it reaches the end? And just, is that, like, what, like, I just, what is he? <laughs> I mean, he, is he pulling point, a Riker? He's just, two, like, and three. <laughs> And just keep going, and we just, till the very end, we'll just be waiting for him to drop the bomb. Just drop it! My highest peaking hit the drop! Maybe that's what he's doing. Maybe that's what he's doing. He's just playing the mind games now where he's just going to be just, just going up by one every single time, and then the the, the <laughs> reveal is just going to be that he had nothing planned. He had nothing planned. He's just <laughs> yes. playing this game on us. <laughs> so this episode starts off with a dark and stormy night, basically. Like it is oh, a, great. a stormy, moody, cloudy day on our I mean day, evening, I don't know what time of day it is exactly, on Adelon and they're doing a briefing and so right away you get like those kind of like spooky vibes. It it's it's Yes. It's so great. It's got this very specific vibe of like a lightning storm on a beach at sundown. Yes, that is. Do you get what I mean? You got that haze. Perfect example. That is a you, you perfect can spot on You smell the salt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? It's, I mean, which, I mean, is, is fitting if, if Adelon was like a. a <clears throat> they're on, I mean, they're it's sitting a on a coral sea, reef. Right? Yeah, I mean, like, you can, you can tell a lot more on like the opening shot that it's like, it looks like a, I mean, it looks like a part of a, part of a reef. And then yeah, we get like the, the, the fossilized remains of a giant, giant plant. Yeah. Yeah, and, and we get, it's, it's a Freddy Krueger sequence. I mean, that was like a major inspiration for this. Uh, for this like oh, whole right. little bit was Freddy Krueger and like Nightmare on Elm Street. It's, because Ezra's sitting at a briefing and he's not really able to focus on anything. We don't really hear anything that the Harris saying. Harris talking, but it's it's me in like my last period of class for the day and it happens to be math. It's like, you want me to pay attention <laughs> in the last period of the day and it's math? Like, are you kidding me right now? Like, that's not happening. Like, it's a Friday. No, okay. no. <laughs> Some of us like math. Some of us like that. Hey, everything just works. A universe that makes sense and where... There is a solution for everything. That that's incredibly comforting to some of us, Greg. Does, does anyone like math on a Friday when it's the last thing between them and going home? Okay, well, if that happens to be the day when when they reveal Euler's identity to you, yeah, yeah, when suddenly the universe just turned up and, they, and, and new colors were revealed, and wait, the universe is all music. Euler's identity is so so beautiful, and you can just learn that. This is just true. Yeah, Greg. Some of us. 
Some of us actually liked some of this shit. You don't have to. Why is why is math being shat on? It's the it's the purest thing. Everything else can be wrong. Right, countries change their names. Geography, you can't even count on that. And sometimes it's better. Like Eswatini is a better name, but math just is, and it's beautiful. Re- and here I thought we were just gonna move us right into the episode, and you just had to rant about me, rant to me you about th- the wonders of you math. You threw stones, man. They hit my shin, and I already skinned my knee when I was cycling to get my booster shot, and it still hurts. Well, it's. Ezra can't pay attention to this, just like I'm just tuning you out right now because he's just, just <laughs> seeing the nightmares of, of of Maul with cat-like eyes just like shining out from the darkness like my cat when I've spotted him and he knows that he's doing something wrong. He's like, no, you don't see what's going on. You see me? No, no. <laughs> I did not see what he was looking at. I didn't see anything. All I saw was like, okay, I was actually paying attention to Hera. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So she's got a, she's got, we need to do some preparation. So you pay attention to Hera the, and you pay attention to math is what I'm getting from this. <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like there's, I feel like there's some judgment there, but uh, moving on. I'm just going no, to choose to assume that this is I see where still you, I see, no, I see. No, no, no. I see where you're so upset because I immediately said no one's listening to Hera and no one listened to math. And like, I just mm-hmm. got it wrong on both counts. Yep, yep, yep. Because she's talking about some some preparations before we strike the factory on Lothar. Why are you giggling at that start? Okay, whatever. Because I still can't stop myself. Yeah, so this is like a direct continuation of what we saw last week about the, the tie defenders. And it's like... Even though we still have some preparation to do before we strike the Empire's factory on Lothal, I want to do a thorough recon trip to update our intel. I'm 100% with Ezra here because I'm just like, it's small, it's small, it's small, it's small, 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 small. I'm the Vikings in the background of the spam skit from Monty Python. That's what I am. I'm just like, small, 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 lovely small, lovely small. I, Ezra's like he squints hard, doesn't he? Like he doesn't just squint. He does the full like chicken neck dance he he does it it doesn't help that in a couple of my screenshots it looks like he it he's basically in like mid blink and mid squint so he's just making a lot of really goofy faces on my screenshots yes but imagine standing next to zachary squinto over here <laughs> zachary squinto <laughs> i regret that um <laughs> and, but, well, speaking of right next to him, Zeb is right next to him, and and as Ezra just kind of like has having more more and more of just well, Zeb and Kane are both next to him, and as Ezra is like having these these visions, like Kane is just kind of like grabbing him, he's like Ezra, are you okay? And and Zeb ends up grabbing him too. It's like like Ezra, like like what's going on? Because everywhere that that Ezra look, he can see Maul showing up, like just like a brief little glimpse. And just like, and really? here, because I didn't see those at all. Oh, where is he? I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the screenshots, but I thought that every time you you see him looking at something, there's just nothing there. So is there? I mean, you, I, you, I, I must be so, missing so, it. So then. you you see 
Maul like standing in the background, glowing red eyes, and then like something passes over and it's gone, and it's like that kind of thing. You see him like walking. Oh. Ezra has to like kind of like rub his eyes, and he's gone. You see Maul just kind of like ducking behind a thing, and you're you're constantly hearing Maul as well. Okay, and I mean you're definitely it, hearing him. It's always like really quick little flashes, and it's it's the kind of thing where like if I was in Ezra's shoes, I'd be like I'm just seeing things because I have just like I, I'm pretty sure I've said this before. I have like a slight tendency towards just like paranoid type thoughts where it's like i feel like i'm being followed okay. right now so it's just like like i really empathize with this or just like it's probably nothing but like yeah I, I sort of get the vibe that you're talking about it's like when you're going to bed and you turn off the lights in the living room and you turn out in the hallway and now it's dark behind you isn't it and you've got to turn off the next light as well it's dark there too on the stairs there's still light you can you can walk up the stairs and then you've got to turn the light off there and then you just sort of you're just making me like squirm more and more like my shoulder blades are pressed like completely back against each other no because because i'm I'm the person who like turning turn the lights off like turn the lights off i would just like sprint upstairs like no 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 yes yes okay but i can bring you down because i learned this technique from uh, wayne from wayne's world this is just okay just imagine you're in a forest Hey, Garth, just imagine you're in a forest. Yeah, you're in a forest and you're very warm. Okay, you're really warm. And oh, look, who's that? It's Heather Locklear. And look, she's signaling to us. (laughs) And then she turns into the leprechaun. (laughs) Okay, did that help? I mean, now I'm just just imagining Warwick Davis under prosthetics, so maybe. (laughs) See? See? Okay, good. I knew I'd get you down there. Uh, but it's not well, but, so easy for, 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 for Ezra. Because when he turns around, Maul is there. And Maul, and like he does like have that freak out. And he falls out onto the hollow table. And I mean, he's, he's like screaming. And we, we get yeah. like the crashed credits. And I had to remind myself because like this episode came out in December. But this is a Halloween episode. Like this right. is a December Halloween episode if ever there was one. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's proper. It's proper spoopy, and it's nice and arch as well. Mm-hmm. Like because there's witches. Yes. And it's not played for comedy. It's it's not played for sort of. There's no there's no silliness to it at all. Which was even the case when uh, the ninth sister. What's her name? And uh, the fifth sister. What uh, was introduced? There's in so many sisters. The, the, no, uh, on what you kept calling the medical uh, oh, frigate, yes. which was actually uh, a space station. I think that was the seventh. Yeah, it was the seventh sister because seventh sister. That's right. Yes. In, in in season two, and that one was also like that was a Halloween spoopy episode. But there was some comedy there, and not here. Like there is just scariness and tragedy. Mm-hmm. You get like the slightest bit of of comedy here and there, but like once you see Maul, just it is ass. gone. It is in yeah. So Ezra wakes up. Actually, I want to talk about there's. Uh, a point of view shot from Ezra, mm-hmm. which is wild as he's looking around and Canaan uh, is, well, not looking at him, but up in his face and addressing him directly. Uh, and then and he turns around and just, you've never seen point of view before like that. So you, you're really swept up in Ezra's confusion and no wonder he's overwhelmed. This is terrifying. Yeah, I mean, like, like th- thinking about it, the only quote-unquote point of view shot that i can think of in star wars and this is like this is just like me thinking back through my 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 head the only point of view shots i can really think of are just binoculars but that's you still have like that screen so it's like is it really exactly exactly that's that viewpoint but not yeah 
he wakes up, everybody's standing, uh, standing around him. They're all just uh, uh, sort of coddling him. It was Maul. You mean at the briefing? I saw him. He said my name. Zeb. I mean, it's a, it's a bit of a dismissal and, and a lack of empathy, but not sympathy. Like, he, he thinks, oh, I think the kids just work too hard. Right? I mean, that's entirely in character with, uh, with Zeb to start, try to sort of shrug off those problems like that. It, it, it is a little bit dismissive. And, I mean, and, and, and Chopper is also, like, very focused on the mission because he... Chopper, stop it! No, Chop's right. Nap time's over. I should get back to work. The, the, the other thing that I can think of with Zeb is, is that it's also just like the, I, I mean, like, they have been working hard. And if you don't, if you're just like constantly on, like, that does strain on the body and strain the mind. Like, just, just I mean, like, yeah. on, on a uh, neurological level, like the neurochemical level, like, that much stress does, does yeah. it does damage to, like, neural pathways. Like, it's, it's, it's not... It's not easy, like the long term, just kind of like be constantly on, like they really have been for a while now. So, yeah, I kind of get Zeb's point too. He doesn't really offer a solution. Like, it's not what he needs is, you know, Space Vegas and yeah. just. I mean, it is also like once Force stuff gets brought up, like Zeb just like, I'm out of my depths here. Hey, maybe it's just this. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm sorry. If it's Force Visions, I'm out. Yeah, that's... I can only get... Like, the only magical thing I can do is get us through, like, our star cluster. At past that, like, you're on your own. Have fun. Yeah, if it's not in the way of the ancients, I, uh, I don't, then it's all just math class to me, and I'm outski. I'm going to be getting that for a while now. You sure are, buddy. Wow. Never has a, has a wedge been driven between... Like... Are you, like, you going to keep You know what I'm saying? I want to specifically, like, is there... You're, you've studied literature, and have you ever encountered a poem so beautiful as Euler's identity? Uh, it is the, 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 the song of the spheres. It's the music of the void. You all say that like, like as if you are not also just like a fan of a lot of the same literature. I mean, like, like we've had these conversations about like poems on this podcast about like the, the, how, how wonderful the Do Not Go Gently is as like a poem. Like, like I... Yes! Where I've struggled to sort of, because I do know those lines, I do not know who wrote them. I actually haven't read that many books, but I'm trying not to let on. <laughs> struggling very, very hard. Just the way that right now, like, I know that Euler's identity is beautiful. I know there's an I and a minus one and a zero and an E in there somewhere. I don't know which order they go in. So just don't, don't ruin this for me, Greg. Well, well I mean, don't ruin it. Ezra's feeling like he's ruining it. He's just... You sure you're all right? Hera, I feel fine. I just had a bad something. All I need to do is just take a dip in a river of, in, in Egypt. Denial? Ah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Completely, <laughs> completely missed that one. AP5, or A, am I saying well, it wrong this whole time? I kept, it's AB5, right? No, 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 it, 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 it is, is AP5. But, I am but, so sorry. Kenny does have like a moment with Hera right after Ezra and Speed and Lee that's just like, whatever happened with Maul, I don't think it's over with yet. And yeah. I like that he doesn't immediately have an idea what's, what's going on. Because even for a, a trained Jedi like Kanan, this is new. Yeah. I, I and mean, in fact, for, for us as well. Yeah, well, I mean, Kanan was a trained Jedi, but he also, like, didn't... He had an incomplete training. Like, he never completed his training. So, like, he, he knew what it was to a point, but, like, yeah, he's not going to have all these answers. And, like, 
right. he, he doesn't have like the the, the benefit of, of like uh, going back to any like ancient like really wise person. Yeah, hmm. except the one that that's just hmm. that's that's hmm. being that's being teased hmm. at the end of this episode. Oh, I was talking about Who's... Bendu. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh. talking about Bendu and trying to imitate Bendu there. Oh yes, I get. Mm-hmm. He is sort of bridging the divide between Yoda and the, uh, oh, what's it called, the Vizier Skeksis? No, not the Vizier. The one mm-hmm. Gelflings. Mm-hmm. Okay, we we are going on a wild ride with this one. No, no, no! Wait, 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 wait! wait. wait. Uh, 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 the Lasat woman. The, 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 I'm not weird. Oh, mm-hmm. Chava, Chava the Wise. Yes. Yes. Aha, thank I remember you. names. Okay. Brought I, it back. I, I I remember names just like Sabine remembers. Stop! We have all the proton torpedoes we need for this mission. Well, not according to the weapons expert, which is me. And he fusses like, why does nobody tell me these things? I can't work under these conditions. He's a bit of a diva. He is, which does lead to Sabine saying, <sighs> "It's like AP five and Chopper were made on the same assembly line." Oh, I'm the one who needs an attitude adjustment. But it gets tuned out. Because, hey, who's that over there? It's, it's... It's Zachary Squinto. And once again, he sort of bobs his head like a velociraptor trying to gauge distance. Or maybe do one of his funky so maiden funny. trumpets. It's so funny to me. <laughs> he's, he's doing his best um, French Stewart impersonation. Huh? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Playing yes, that is... And he, uh, uh, I mean, he he draws his lightsaber, which Kanan manages to stop before he cuts this just random tech in half. Kanan, what are you doing? Ezra, it's not Maul. Look at him. <sighs> You're out of your mind, kid. From the troops' point of view, I mean, just like from all the troops' point of view, like I would see that and like that is, that is immediately just like, okay, this guy is like, like, like the, stay away from that kid. Like that is immediately just like a way to alienate Ezra. Cause like, what the hell did he just do? Yeah, this needs a follow-up. This is essentially like someone uh, 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 pulling a weapon against, and, and, and I mean, literally it is, but well, I, was, well, I was thinking like brandishing any sort of weapon at someone. Well, well like, I mean, not only that, like, cause he, he jumps on top of an A-wing kicks him then force pushes him into like the stack of crates before running in over to him and just oh, like yeah. holding there the saber. It's like what are you doing Ezra? <laughs> like I, well, I, I mean like, we know I mean, he's in the he's in the throes of some but, some you know in, in in deep deep confusion but this but, needs follow-up where is HR? Yeah yeah and this is just okay and oh we're still gonna give him a spaceship and and, and weapons and we're not gonna Okay, yeah, I mean, so, so so if there hadn't been a Jedi there to stop him from cutting me in half, I mean, like Ezra like collapses and he's, he's just kind of crying, like, "What's wrong with me?" The trooper runs off screaming, and this is is obviously a moment of okay, Ezra cannot come on this mission because it was going to be Ezra's mission, whatever it is that Hera's off to uh, off to do, preparing for the uh, the attack on the factory on Lothal, which apparently needs a lot of proton torpedoes. It's a big factory. We don't know. No, but this this preparatory mission, whatever that is. I mean, or do you think they're just bringing proto torpedoes, like uh, supplying something else? Oh well, it could be, could be. Oh yeah, just like a forward operating base. Actually, actually, that would, that would make a lot of sense if you're just like moving to a forward operating base. Haha. Yeah, very good. I, I occasionally so, know military stuff. <laughs> 
this is where we leave Chopper behind. I just wanted to make a note of that Chopper is being seriously like anti-human almost in this because even when when everybody was concerned about Ezra in his bunk, Chopper just sort of rolled around and went, nope, it's probably insane. Probably just a major malfunction. His brain's melted. This one's all used up, guys. Leave him behind. His brain's melted. I mean, that's what they do Sad with droids all the time. It's just like it's just like oh, it's it's no good anymore. We're just gonna we're just gonna like slag him. We don't need it anymore. It's like wow. Yeah, that's... just melt them down for components. You know how you all like nutrients? He's full of nutrients. Bunch of nutrient sluts. <laughs> or whatever he says. I don't know. Soylent Green is Bothans, cocky. Soylent Green is Bothans. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so, so Slime Kanan, yeast, you say. <laughs> so Kanan does say that he has, he, he has some idea to Hera, and as soon as Hera leaves... I'm surprised she got on the ship. I told her I had a plan. Really? And she left anyway. Very funny. Come on. Wow. Like. <laughs> yeah. So she does have a plan. He gets Ezra on uh, on their speeder. I like the sound of these speeders. It, it, I, I, I'm always going to love the sound of the speeders. Also, Kenan does also have Sabine put on a tracker onto Ezra's gauntlet, which yes. is fortuitous. Yeah. I'm not completely sure what he saw coming, but that was some good thinking. I mean, if nothing else, Ezra could just, like, run away somewhere else. Or there's just spaceships around. Yeah. Like, there's all kinds of possible things. Or Yeah, I mean, there's there, there's any number of things. So it's a good precaution to have. I mean, it's not, a, it's not a thing that he's done before. He hasn't just sort of amscrayed. Ezra also didn't right? almost murder, like, a compatriot before either. No, so. that's fair. That's fair. So they go and visit. the uh, Kanan's plan is to visit the Bendu. Who is, as usual, mysterious and useless. We also get the first appearance of something I've been waiting on, which is oh? Ezra has a custom painted Scout Trooper helmet. We we don't see it <laughs> of very much. You the brakes. We don't see it very much, Kaki, but it's the first appearance of it, and we will see it more. And it's great. I'm that's, that's all you very that's, that's glad all you need to know. That. Like, I hadn't even seen that it was custom painted, so I don't know what's on there. I'm, I'm hoping it's very good. I, I was just sort of touched that that's the one he chooses to wear because that was Zeb's gift. Yeah, it was right? Zeb's gave, it gave was him that Zeb's one. gift. Yeah, it was Zeb's hey, gift. Hey, kid, you got this one? And he just happened. No. He also he also happened to be wearing that in the last episode as well. But like, that was on a different wow. planet. I'm pretty sure this is still Zeb's. This this has to still this be. This one is Zeb's. The, the the last one was like they took some scout troopers' uniform. They didn't bring a helmet into the into the factory. That was just that was just a helmet that he found lying around. This is his that he that he got from his buddy Zeb. I like that. I warned you. Joining our holocrons together could bring both great wisdom and great danger. He's doing his yes, like little he, like he delivers some giggle some... again. <laughs> I mean, he's there to deliver some uh, some exposition on backstory that mm, some of us may have sort of forgotten, right? There's a lot of Star Wars. Uh, because it's Star a very Wars. important uh, plot point that the last time that Ezra and Maul saw one another, like they connected these th these these two holocrons, one Jedi and one Sith, and had an experience together where they both sort of inverted, which was, it looked really cool. which Which was so cool. Also, like... That was the second episode of the season, and we haven't yep. seen Maul since. Like, we got a good... So, 
So it's so much fun for, for me to see Maul again. I'm not like Ezra, who's saying, I don't want to ever see Maul again. And and Bendu is saying... <laughs> Bendu says... The don't look behind don't you. <laughs> and when they do, the Bendu vanishes. You just just completely just like, and and I'm no longer here. I'm just, I don't need to be rendered anymore. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Oh, I hope some animator actually tried to figure out the Bendu's quick stealth scurry. Well, but or that he's just sort of, maybe he's just very wide, but he's actually from side on, he's very thin. So maybe he just sort of turned sideways and hid behind a branch or something. But the way that Maul comes comes down, because Maul is standing like up at the top of this of the little like kind of uh, step... Yeah, it looks surface. like an amphitheater with 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 a staircase running uh, running down with those seats. There's really no way to describe it. It's it's some kind of wind or water erosion, but it's a really weird pattern. Yeah, this is a strange place, so remote. Oh, yes, the Empire will have a difficult time finding you here. Did he not see Bendu? Because he didn't doesn't say right? anything about it. So like, it was just like, did Bendu just like? Pull a Drax no, I got that too. And just like Ben is sitting there, just like <laughs> eating, what? eating. Pull a what did you say? Drax the Destroyer. He's he's uh, ah, yeah. he's just, <laughs> just sitting there, just like eating really slowly. And and Kenny and Ezra can see him, but uh, Maul and Maul can't see him. Hi, Drax. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Bendu, does he even fucking exist? I mean, right? I mean, I'm I'm just speculating out loud because I mean, for some reason, Maul can't see him, and he can just sort of scurry away real quick. Like, <laughs> I almost have to think about. There's an episode in season six of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. All right, <laughs> where you've got these three nerds. They're the great antagonists, and one of them has disguised himself as this sort of uh, uh, giant demon figure, and then he yells, "Look behind you!" And he throws a little smoke bomb on the ground, but it's actually quite a pathetic little smoke bomb. And through the smoke, you can sort of see him turning around and <laughs> running away with his plastic wings wobbling behind him, and everybody just sort of accepts, "Okay, yeah, he's gone now." That's I mean, how I that imagine would, all smoke bombs work. I was gonna say that would just be me with a smoke bomb too. Like, I there, there's no exactly. there's no being like uh, subtle and clever with the smoke bomb. Yeah, let's just assume that that's how it works. But yes, I I, I agree. I, I don't think Maul saw saw the Bendu at all. They raise their lightsabers at him, and he goes. <laughs> uh, mm. You can't really do an impersonation of Sam Witwer's Darth Maul without, like, trying three emotions in a sequence. Just it's, a three. It's it's so like I just I, I'm I'm just gonna be playing a lot of Maul here in this episode. I'm sorry. It's just worth hearing him talk as Maul again. You think I came here to fight? I came here to speak with my apprentice. He's not your apprentice yet. That is some abuser language. It right? really is. That is. It, it that, really. I, I, I really dislike that. But once again, Ezra is asking to be trusted in his judgment. And Bud, you've got to realize by now, your track record is not great. You had some early successes. Like Hondo's like, let you down. You've. Why do people it, still trust it, him? 
it, it it's it's i mean it's like like you can't be too quick to trust people but you can't also be like too quick not to trust people either and so it's just like like ezra's just like trying to find like where that that line of just like trust but also just like suspicion is and like unfortunately like when they're starting well, off, one of it, those, it, it made it made a lot more it made a lot more sense. But like as like this like the rebellion is building, it's like you're putting a lot more stuff in jeopardy than it was just like you and the family. Like, he has asked for their trust before, mm-hmm. a lot of times. And in the early stages, he lucked out, and his judgment was indeed correct. He, uh, you know, I mean, the 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 early adventures with Hondo, like things turned out in their benefit. And in the last. I mean, the latter part of season two and, and in season three as well, any time that, that he stuck his neck out and he stuck to his guns and asked the rest of the Boo crew to trust him, it didn't pan out for him. And he's got to realize that by now because, I mean, this is this is not a problem. Everybody has, you know, uh, 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 your judgment is never perfect. But you mm-hmm. have an obligation to sort of realize that and stop asking to be trusted and start listening to other people because you clearly need to develop your... Right, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm with you. Things can go wrong. But I really want Ezra to start listening to people because he needs to. The other way of, of looking at it as far as far as like, like Ezra just saying that he's gonna he's he's gonna trust Maul. I mean, like he's he's not really trusting Maul though because I have planted a beacon nearby. Strike me down, and it will activate, revealing your presence to the Empire. He's blackmailing them. He's also like he, I mean, he's blackmailing. He's extorting. Um, yes. But also, like, what Ezra and Maul did together with, with the Holocrons, like, is still looming over him. But you also have just, like, Ezra still has to face his his demons, or his his Dathomirian. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, because, like, Maul, like, trusting Maul in the first place is what led Kanan into being blinded. So, like, I still think that, that Ezra, like... With with Maul, it still is like that presence of just like oh, that's a very good point. I'm still blaming myself. I'm still like I'm responsible yeah, for yeah, yeah. for you, and, and like what happened with you. Like I have to, yeah, I have to make that right. There's this there's Maul talks a lot in this scene, and it's he does because yeah, he has this uh, this location which he gained from the experience that he and Ezra had when they joined the Holocrons together and they sort of bled information into each other. That's how he knew the location of uh, of Chopper Base. And he's got a sort of dead man's trigger on his handy-dandy iPad mm-hmm. that if Kanan or Ezra cut him down, then it will automatically transmit their location to the uh, the Empire. Won't that be nice? And then you consider that, right? We can, we, can, we can rebuild. But what he wants is to finish what they started and to sort of synchronize swatches uh, because he each of them has information left over from the from the holocron experience that the other wants and they can both be made whole and that's what maul wants so so badly maul just i mean he summons his ship he summons the cool uh like like gauntlet fighter which is just uh, i love the mandalorian ships I love the Mandalorian it is ships. That how did he get that again? Didn't he? Didn't he steal uh, one of the Inquisitors' ships? He went well. So he originally stole an Inquisitor ship. Then when he yeah. then he was on the Mandalorian base. Yes, he, that's right. He ran away. He ran away with that screaming. Next time, gadget. Next time. I was about to say he lives, and then my brain just as my brain was just like, oh yes, he lives in you from the the Lion King musical. It's like wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> hey now. Hey. Um, 
Yes. Um, <laughs> he's given it a sweet paint job. Ooh, black and red. Oh. Lovely, lovely lines to that. Gorgeous, gorgeous ship. Very much like his uh, infiltrator's paint job. And his own. You know, like his it, it's his tattoos. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the look. Like, he's got a look that he really likes, and he, and, he, and he had himself tattooed like that, and then he wants to extend that into, into the rest of his ensemble. I like that. So, Kanan lets Ezra go with him, trusting him, but only so far as the, as the tracker uh, is able to track him, because he goes immediately to Sabine, and they get into the Phantom 2. Yeah, he just went into hyperspace. All right. Hey, can you track people in hyperspace now? Uh, I think we talked about this like a very long time ago where... Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You have the active tracker and it does a ping when it arrives in the system. Yeah, that's right. That's right. right. And there's there's a brief sort of shot in transit as as As, Maul and Ezra are approaching this red planet. It's gorgeous red planet. As as the the gauntlet fighter basically like reorients itself. I mean, it's more or less like it's either like spinning the the wings around the the centrifuge or spinning the centrifuge around the the, the wings to like orient itself with like where it's landing. It's it's just... It, I just love that stupid space mechanic stuff where it's like, why does it do that? <laughs> Who cares? It looks cool. Because it's cool. Because it's cool. And they arrive on Dathomir. Mole's home Where planet. I was doing a little dance once we got there. I was just doing... I was just. <laughs> yes, I love I Dathomir your, so... Your little Dathomir dance. So much. Uh, Dathomir is my turning off the lights in the living room. Because I was having a lot of fun getting back into the Force Awakens and ooh, figuring out how to how to play with those those spheres and oh Force Port oh it's so cool and ooh, ooh the the the, the Roshir tree all the way through Kashyyyk and then I'll just go to Dathomir. No, I haven't really touched it since. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> I'm, yeah, kind of a fraidy cat. Also, just to, 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 just just to cover you in case anyone in case anyone decides to bother you, you said Force Awakens and it was actually just. Fallen Order. So oh, just, Jedi Fallen Order. Just, just, trying to, yes. just trying to save some Bothans here. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> well, tr- tr- um, trying to save some but- Bothans because we are entering the site of a massacre is what we're entering in. This is like... Right. I wanted to ask you a lot about this because I, I recognized from... I almost said The Force Awakens again. From <laughs> uh, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, mm-hmm. like the, the sort of gnarled, spiky, thorny husks yeah. of uh, yeah. uh, once gnarled trees as they as they land on this desolate uh, landscape where Maul narrates about an order of witches that used to operate from here, the Night Sisters, who were a threat to the Empire. You know, they, they, they were threats for the Empire. They were killed, and he is the last survivor. Marin existed at some point, but uh, who what knows is, what, what is Marin? Marin was a night sister from uh, Fallen Order. Oh, okay. Or... Oh, 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 that's her. Sorry, I still keep getting the the sort of timelines confused with. Well, uh, you, uh, well, but, but, I mean, you also had you also had Ventress, and one thing that all right, and and and, and at the at the end of this episode, you you heard you, you hear Maul say brothers. You know, Ezra, oh. you and I could have been brothers. There are also the Knight Brothers, and specifically, bro- Maul yes. did have a brother, voiced by Clancy Brown. Whoa! I'm basically just okay, like trying, trying to just, like, gonna, tease you with. I'm Clone just going to watch goodness. Clone Wars. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. <laughs> 
and yeah, like the the, <laughs> the 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 destruction that they're talking about here, that was an episode. So for me coming back here, it is just like a moment of just like this was heartbreaking. Like this was because because I love yeah. the 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 Night Sister and the the like the Death Mirian culture. Right, because it's a it's a sort of rival religion to the mm-hmm. to the Jedi. They're they're force users, but there's also more to it. Like there is there is planetary magic. It's actually really interesting because I've been going back to reread the Young Jedi Night books. Uh, the Young Jedi, uh, is it? yeah, yeah, yeah. The Young Jedi Night. Because I think there's also just like a book that's just Young Jedi Academy. Uh, so, so, so like these are like some of the earliest books that I remember like reading like the entire thing of. I've been going back through, and it's really interesting because you have like a Death Mirian there, and it's fascinating right. to see how like the Legends version of Dathomir was versus this one. It's like, and like, it's really interesting oh. um, to, to just kind of like compare those. It's like, oh, Ventress is like very different from Tenelka, like very different from like, how, oh, that's, that's interesting. It's just, it's like, there's been like a, like just a, a fun okay. little happenstance there. That's, that's all. I'm glad you enjoyed that book that you read. <laughs> no, I'm, that's petty. I don't mean wow. that at all. I mean, I mean, no, I mean, I, I literally do mean it. Right? No, no, I, I don't no, mean I, it sarcastically. No, I, I mean it sincerely. I'm glad that you liked that book that you that you read. It sounds cool. No, I I I just thought you were just making a dig at me for like reading as like, like a nerd because you're just sitting there just like doing math like a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the the idea of the force being a multi-dimensional property that is seen through cultural lenses. Am I saying that right? No. Like, uh, obviously, I loved it when Luke Skywalker described it as the Jedi religion, because that's what it is, Mm -hmm. right? They call it, they call it the force. It's, it it, it has other names, but it's not as if the Jedi have uh, an especially superior understanding of uh, uh, metaphysics. I mean, it's, it's, it's like what Kanan said with the Bogan and the Ashlets. Like there's many different ways to understand the force. Like this, this is like another, another, like, uh, a side of it it's i mean it's it's more on like the kind of dark side of things but it's also like not quite that's a cultural it's, judgment i mean yes okay when there's human you know sentient sacrifices involved yes definitely but for the rest like there's 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 such a loaded cultural uh, judgment involved in saying oh yeah there are many ways to the force and then you're still calling it the thing that you call it mm-hmm. yeah right like, like, you're, you're not detaching yourself from that yeah, like I just it, it it's just an interesting just thing to just like explore and just kind of like look at look at just a little bit more of and just like how how it would like manifest in different in different places and like like kind of like because that also like speaks to like what their priorities are and like how like because right cause th- that that changes things or like do, or do they have different priorities and like that happened and then like their culture changed because of like there's how that stuff interacts. Right. And, like, and the, and the, and the history sense. of their exploration of mm-hmm. this this phenomenon and like early successes, early successes really color how they perceive like all the rest of it. Uh, I'm thinking about like pre-modern medicine, right? Mm-hmm. Which in various cultures was very advanced, and uh, like folk medicine was also very advanced because it was it was based on practical applications, but not quite fully evidence-based medicine. Mm-hmm. So you'd wind up with like, like like poultices that do okay. There's a lot of onions in them, and that's actually a great uh, what's it called? Antibacterial, antimicrobial. 
I think. Yeah. But a lot yeah. of the other junk in there isn't. They just wind up with some cultural story about why does onion work? Well, it's because of these properties or, or, or whatever, right? I'm just making that up because that's how you how you sort of practice early magic and, and medicine, which are sort of the same. You see a property working and you try and think of a narrative why. And then you explore other things in that narrative, which is why, like... Oh, one of the first examples of evidence-based medicine in, in, in the West was the treatment for scurvy. Mm-hmm. A, a pure random discovery, because scurvy was a, was a big problem for ships at sea. Uh, it's a vitamin C disco- deficiency we know now, but like a significant percentage of seafaring uh, sailors would die of this disease that nobody knew how to cure unless they happened to be transporting oranges or uh, lemons, right? which just happened to be like... That's something that the uh, the people on board snack, and the navy noticed this and actually thought, okay, so there's clearly something to those snacks, and then they went off the deep end, because instead of continuing with the oranges and lemons that contain a lot of vitamin C, they thought, well, it must be because they're sour. So what's sourer than oranges and lemons? What's sourer than these things that we know work? Oh, that lime. All right, okay, we'll use the lime juice. That's the sourest part and has the least vitamin C. It worked so much worse that orange but it's a story that they understood and made sense to them so they just didn't care that the, the evidence showed that it was worse than oranges i mean that's just really fascinating. sorry are like, you honestly, seeing mole no, over there like, like honestly that's just that was just like really really fascinating and and we're we're i mean as we move in i'm gonna probably have to just pull aside just to do some shout outs for, for like the, the people that know a little bit more stuff so they're they're walking through and like, like we're, we're seeing are you just going to sort of fade me out at the start of that rant and then fade me back in on the on the, on the end in the, when you edit the episode i i don't know how i'm going to edit it i'm probably going to keep it in because it's really interesting and i've kept i've kept other like rants that you've got on where it's like yeah it's interesting i'll keep that in. that's only like a minute whatever like, yeah yeah you can i want to have a lot of rants about like the uh, documentary architecture because this this doorway oh. that is carved into the side of a mountain with a that is the like a woman's elongated mouth that you walk into what the fuck is that? And then inside, there, like the ceiling is low. It's this cave, mm-hmm. and there are these bisected sculptures. It looks like as if they were like exactly as high as the ceiling, and then the ceiling rose, and the sculptures' heads came off. What the fuck is this, Greg? It's, it's... Or did the the sort of middle bit get chopped off? Because they, they they look like humanoid figures, like holding up the roof. Yeah. But then from the shoulders down, they're they're cut off. What the hell happened here? If this is the same one that I think it is, which I believe it is, this kind of like was like the side of like the last battle that they were able to that they were able to do. Like this is like the last like kind right. of holdouts. So like yeah. so, so I mean just I mean it was in Clone Wars, so just it was a lot of droids and Boo. Well Droid rights. Well, okay. Yeah, army of destroyer droids. Hmm. Tricky. These witches. They use the Force? Some aspect, yes. But it was their connection to this planet that made them strong. That is why we are here, to perform <laughs> some old magic. I like that. that I like yes, that they're actually it's, calling it's it the magic. But, yes! It is also different, and I believe in my notes I say, ah yes, magic with a K, because, like, yeah, that's... that's are you saying that sort of derogatorily for because no, I mean, no, 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 like, like the, I, I hear magic with a K and I think it's different than like, than like, like, like the show stuff. How is that? Like, oh, okay. 
See, like, I I know know that from like I had friends of an age group where you get like really into suddenly Japanese culture or mm-hmm. you know ancestral European culture, and you just get really, really, really into it, and you start spelling magic really weird, and <laughs> the weirder you spell it reflects how deep you how deep you're you're, you're into it, and. and of course, like there are there are historical spellings, and that's a, that's a way to sort of indicate which kind of era of of this culture you're you're embracing. But there's also like this attraction when you're that age that you just like the weirder you can spell magic, the happier you are. I, I mean, Ooh, here's one with a Q in it. Ooh, I'm gonna do this. I mean, like I know I know that I did stuff like that. I don't remember what exactly the example was, but I know for a fact that it's stuff like that. But the, the, you, you also like in a spoken language sense and let's like, like, like or just like, like in modern parlance like unless you're doing like an academic paper like that's just not how language works language evolves and 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 adapts and like it changes over time so like going back to that, so that stuff is like that's yeah. not like that's that's that is that is antiquated unless you're trying to be antiquated like it's going to sound weird and it's going to but i like i like that your suggestion that uh, uh spelling magic with with ck or with a Y, or with a silent E, however it was pronounced at very, you know, because historically people spelled as they spoke. That was well before there were mm-hmm. there were spelling conventions. But the idea of like spelling it with a K distinguishes it from uh, performance magic, right? Yeah. Like stage magic, as uh, as as it's practiced, which is an art form of of stunning ingenuity and entertainment. But it is an entertainment form. Yeah, yeah, and 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 a lot of times it's it's people being more flexible than I thought the human body was capable of being. Yes, like I, I think it was uh, Penn and Teller, the, the, the quiet one, who, uh, who described, okay, magic, this is what magic is. When you can see how a trick is performed, but it would require more preparation and more effort and, and more accuracy than you can imagine anyone being willing to put into it for a show that you pay $50 for. Yeah. <laughs> Be- and where it's just so absurd that it's, it would be so much easier just to actually be magic, right? That is actually much more plausible than that someone would be willing to do all of this. I mean, even just something just like, oh, yeah, just like memorize this like card sequence, whatever. It's like even that yeah. like, memory stuff is is like that feels like magic to me. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> as we kind of get like deeper and deeper into the sanctum, we kind of, we finally like reach where he's been presumably since we last saw him. Okay, I wanted to check that with you because that was not clear from the dialogue, but mm-hmm. this is his shadow gallery, right? Because it's... Do not touch anything. These are artifacts from my past, from a time when my power was almost absolute. There's there's blood spatter looking paintings as if... Oh, what is it? Jackson Pollock had hepatitis B or C, the the, the one where you where you sneeze blood because of thin blood. No, I mean I, I don't mean to make light of it. But. I, I, no, yeah, so, so 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 I mean, so it's like in the sanctuary here. We we've got battle droid helmets. We have pieces of Mandalorian stuff. Uh, like I mean, Maul's Mandalorian helmets, the horny helmets that I love so 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 much. Oh yeah, he did. He did mention that he ruled Mandalore, didn't he? Yes. At one point? Yes. And so he had this particularly weird thing. It looks very sort of, I mean, almost technological. So, so, it so looks the, like a hilt of a lightsaber on a little display. That's really well, cool. I mean, not just the hilt of a lightsaber, as we, we find out later. Exactly. And as I've exactly, been like, exactly. just, 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 we do see the Darksaber. We can get to the Darksaber in just a second because there, there's, there's, yes. 
there's two things. We see a picture of Duchess Satine, and it's been like defaced. <gasps> oh, and, and Has I mean. It? It, it, I mean, it, it looks, was already a weird. It look. It looks like sort of Picasso Im- impression. It, it's yeah. It's it's in like to a begin cubist uh, style, I believe. And, cubist. Thank you. And what broke my heart when I saw this, and then I heard the audio cue, and so I have to break everyone else's heart who knows this is when they're showing it. You hear a minor key piano version of just a few notes of Duchess Satine's theme. And it breaks my heart a little bit to hear it, so I have to break everyone else's heart a little bit as well from, who, who knew her from Clone Wars. The other thing that you see here, and, and I'm going to bring us back up because I have a dumb joke with it too, is <laughs> Maul is standing in front of just like some writing on the wall. It says Kenobi in ancient Sith it? text. Now, don't we? No, don't Wait, ask me how can... I can translate that because when I asked three PO, he wouldn't do it until I wiped his mind. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, bring us back. <laughs> Ten points for Gryffindor. <laughs> I, I I came up with that joke a week ago and I've been holding on to it. <laughs> well done. Well done. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a sticker in your in your copybook for a very good joke, Greg. Good job. <laughs> Who lit all these candles? Because this is a lot of candles. Did he just leave them burning? And uh, when he went off to a different planet, that doesn't seem very safe. I mean, it's just, it, it's it's the same thing with like anytime you just see like ah oh, yes, there's a bunch of candles. How do these get light lit? We we don't we don't talk about that. We don't talk about like that's way too many candles. You don't need that many candles. It's like it's a candle mood will... candles. It's no, I know, but it's just so wasteful. Candles are expensive, and they can warm a room on their own. I like how this is like what you're you're just like flat out saying no about is like no no that's no magic is fine but no this is I mean it's 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 such a trope where there's braziers sorry braziers and sconces and wait no did I say something funny braziers yeah I I well how do you spell spell brazier and spell brazier yeah right wait. Okay, okay. Blew your mind, didn't I? <laughs> this is an episode. Cool. <laughs> it sure is. So, <laughs> this is an episode. Not not even I'm having an episode. <laughs> we're, we're both just like just like being like in, in a little a little insane here. And Ezra does see the dark saber, and yes, dark saber freaking out. You just have me just like. Flailing yeah. about wacky arm inflatable two men. And Maul says, oh, if your Mandalorian friend was here. He's super nasal here. If your Mandalorian friend was here, <laughs> she could explain it to you. Well, Sabine is on her way, though. The Mandalorian friend is is coming. But not before. He's got a little chemistry set. <laughs> he has these two cups and three bottles trying to perform magic with a C. Because he's uh, follow the queen, follow the queen, and pouring pouring these <laughs> these concoctions into one bottle, and then pouring two glasses. We must each drink this potion. Mmm, you first. All of it, just like I did. This is some sort of 
college bro pressuring a this freshman is, into this trying is some mezcal. Like, some like serious hazing stuff. This is some serious like. What's in this? Pure fuel. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 something's going wrong because oh no, they're now part of the song Total Clips of the Heart because their eyes are starting to glow. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, Greg. Hey, Greg. I like that joke. It's a, a, a good joke, Greg. If, if, if you asked me who sings that song, I wouldn't be able to tell you, but I feel like nah, I know every single word to that song. Beyonce again. So their eyes start to glow and start to emit this sort of green haze. I got real World of Warcraft vibes from just this intense green, yes. like haze coming out of their eyes. Do you know what I it's, mean? Like you've got that in, it's, in, in some... It's, it's very uh, World of Warcraft vibes. It reminds me a little bit of, of, of Ruby as well because like it's it's coming out like the sides even a little bit. Like it's... Yeah, it's smoking out as if their eyes are holes in their heads. It's so cool. And they each ask their question. Where is he? I want to know how to destroy the Sith. The answer is the same. It's... What? What we see is, and I saw it right away, it's a, a green, hazy planet and two suns, just very briefly. But I was like, ah, I know what that is. I mean, like, well, yeah, yeah, so, 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 so Maul's, I mean, yeah. Ezra didn't remember anything else but, but twin suns. Maul didn't get that, but he did get Kenobi, so, like, so yeah, now... He did. He says it ends where it began, a desert planet with twin <laughs> suns. No, originally, originally. So now, so, so now, like they're they're finally able oh, to, oh, to get like yes. that, that, like that during their first convergence. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're able to get the to, to get like the, the next part of it. But like, it's also just the same part. I mean, obviously, like we know we've seen the movies. If you haven't seen the movies and you're listening to this, like, hello, why? <laughs> <laughs> yes, hello, and we actually really want to hear from you. I'm super curious if there's people out there who have seen all of Rebels and love it and never watched the movies. For whatever reason, just uh, the, you know, the, those trilogies. It's got to be possible, right? There's got to be people out there for whom just Rebels was really cool and then the live action movies they didn't really click into. That scenario feels feels like entirely plausible that that, that niche would also be listening to this. I feel like it's less plausible. <laughs> but mm, okay. who, knows? who knows? Who knows? Yeah, like what you skipped over entirely is the fact that they're they're shooting freaking laser beams out of their freaking eyes, and it's like combining into basically forming the tat like the Tatooine vision. I mean, it's just yeah, it's just. I mean, I've been to I, I've been to some parties where there have been some cops passed around and here, try this, and yeah, I mean, you know, laser beam shot out of my eyes too. <laughs> we all go to college. It's. <laughs> It's just it's just a cool just like like just this quick little like trippy thing, and then we start to hear the Ghostbusters theme Total because clips of the oh <laughs> <laughs> because I like the remix version by oh was Mark something it's 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 busting 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 oh there's oh. a okay I think that's I think that's from the second one isn't it from the what. The second Ghostbusters? I don't know. Anyway. We're losing each other. Because I'm talking about uh, and a I sort of that, remix I, version. And just, we're just, okay, it's okay, it's okay. It, it's okay, because, Cocky, because just, just don't let them touch you. We've got ghosts. Yes. 
And, Bustin and makes me feel good. Bustin, 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 bustin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Not only, not head. only do we, not only like, like, are we getting like the return of the you're ghost? You're lucky. Like, you've already named this episode, by the way. You're so lucky because otherwise, <laughs> be, you'd have to write down "bustin makes me feel good." It's, it's so, so. As the ghosts show up, like, and they're, they're they're demanding like the blood sacrifice, like just the 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 human sacrifice for letting them use the the the, the night sisters magic. That's when yes, because that's what Mole says. Like we have to pay the price now, mm-hmm. but he doesn't wanna. Don't let them touch you. I don't know what his plan is. Was his plan just not to pay, just run away? Probably, or or but the plan was. This is where he, this is where he keeps all his cool shit. Was he just gonna leave that behind? I mean, I feel like it also potentially could have been like letting letting them have Ezra, or just I mean, like like I I'm not that sure. That makes no sense. It, he but, wants but, Ezra for for his birthday. Yeah, I mean, like the the, the 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 there is something that can be said about Maul and some of his motivations. I think a little bit later. Okay. Is 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 unsatisfying right now? But I feel like if no, I say I'm anything entirely, else, I'm entirely willing to accept yeah. that. Thank you. Sabine and Kanan show up and they end up getting like possessed by the ghost because Ezra tries to warn them, but they just don't they just don't see it in time. And we we have the crossover event of the century because <laughs> uh, because we have the voice actor for Satine, Duchess Satine, Anna Graves. Whoa. She's the ghost that that inhabits Sabine. Oh, okay. And then they mix the voices of of Tia and Anna Graves together when she's possessed. So we have the Sabine Satine crossover event, cocky. <laughs> just, Damn. Which is for for the fact that we just changed one letter. Now we're combining the B and the T together. <laughs> just just cross your B's, everyone. <laughs> It's it's such a scary scene these because the, the the sort of green ghosts of presumably these night sisters come at uh, uh, Kanan and and Sabine and she tries to blast them with her her brand new instruments poking holes in in the the night sister ghost as she laughs and cackles and and, and takes her over all the candles have been blown out and I yeah, can sort of imagine them all going that, that was what what alert just lit those. Do you know how long that took? Week. Like all the candles went out, and that's like when like you started to hear like the, the the sound of the ghosts. But oh, I wait. But they're the ghosts. It's the ghosts and the ghosts. Wait, what are you saying? The ghosts and the oh, ghosts. the boo crew. The, the ghosts boo crew and the boo were taken crew. over. By- <laughs> <laughs> so, so, the ghosts with the most. <laughs> Sabine and and Kanan kneel down before they just like stand back up and their eyes are glowing and they are like they're possessed and they immediately start attacking because Maul is trying to like I mean it seems like Maul is trying to like skip out on 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 his deal at least from their perspective they yeah great the debt's been paid off we go now come on apprentice I mean, uh, they they have to defend themselves against the, the these possessed members of the Boo crew. Kanan goes for Maul, and Sabine goes after Ezra. Ezra even yells to Maul, "You better not hurt him." 
Because, True. yeah, what can which, you do? You've got to defend yourself against your friends. Which is, like, that's, like, the bigger trust that Ezra's giving because, like, he already has hurt him. Like, Shit, yes. Uh, wow. He's watching another duel that, yeah, last time the, didn't turn out, didn't and, turn out yeah, excellent for, uh, for Kanan. Yeah, and, like, he can't exactly help either because he's trying to, like, help get... Sabine sorted out as well without like hurting her so like it's this is just a really unfortunate situation and the only thing they're able to do because Kanan also starts uh, taking some swings at 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 Ezra but they finally just they make it like outside and they're not able to leave that they they come to a dead stop right at like the very edge of this of the 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 temple the cave whatever yeah cavern I think it's called a, a few times like Maul even yells to Ezra there's only one way to save your friends. Follow me. And then there isn't a way to save his friends. He doesn't actually have a way. Well, I, he did inadvertently say it because he did say that the, that the altar is the source of their power. Yes, and that's why uh, uh, Sabine and Kanan in their possessed forms can't leave that, uh, uh, that mm-hmm. cavern, even though Ezra's lying prone and would be easy prey. But even though he says that, I don't know that he was thinking that that was a solution. No, no, yeah, yeah, like right. I think he was lying about having a way just to tempt uh, Ezra to go with him oh, because oh, ab- he wants. Well, it, right? It, yeah, absolutely, and especially like in that moment because like the pressure's on. Like you don't have time to like consider any of that. It is just I need to go. I need to run because they're like right. Y- yes. Yeah, so, so, so you don't have that 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 time to try and like. Oh, he oh he's he actually meaning that? Nah, probably not. Like. They're standing there. They're kind of like, like facing off with each other before they just kind of like slink back and like their eyes are glowing and it's just it's all like spooking everything. It looks so good. It looks it looks the, so good. The sort of red of the atmosphere of Dathomir and the and the World of Warcraft green. I absolutely love it. And Maul says something here which is kind of interesting because it kind of feels like a little bit more of a Jedi thing. Forget the past. Forget your memories. Okay, so right now th- those are a couple like kind of very Kylo esque things. So I mean, mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. They're, they're very possible that they were having some conversations in the story group with like, oh hey, we could like kind of plant that later, just for later on, because depending on script development, yada yada. I mean, just right, it's, yeah, it's conceivable that it was at least being filmed uh, around this or the time that this would have been airing and and uh, right, uh, yeah, yeah. In production, but by the time it's in production, is very likely is possible at least. But he also says that the last Jedi was being filmed or had finished filming by the time that this episode was. Yeah, produced. yeah, like like yeah, that's okay, like yeah. in that realm of possibility. But he also says, "Forget your attachments." Yeah. Okay. That is a little bit saying. more of a Jedi thing. Yeah, than, uh, I mean, it, it it rings Buddhist to me as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean which is not an accident. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. th- that. That I mean, because Yoda says like the train yourself to to let go of everything you fear to lose, and, and like, whew, I mean, th- that's just an interesting thing that like Maul is. I mean, like this is this is entirely just like like me saying this. this isn't me like me trying to like plant some seeds or anything. This is me just like no, Maul I get you. Is, I get you. Like, it feels like he he kind of has like. He's not sure like what the Sith code was anymore. He kind of has like his own code because like, I mean, he's rejected I, that. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it, it was always like very painful, but he was rejected by uh, you know 
what he thought was going to be his future, the uh, mm-hmm. the, the the Sith way, mm-hmm. and he's he's crawled out of out of that sarlacc pit of despair, and came out really extra because he is even more all over the place in in his. It's a it's a great performance, but it, he's just spinning a roulette wheel of emotions. So so for context, though, we do also have to have the fact that. Maul here is also, he's at the site of a lot of pain for him. And he's, he's seeing like, this is like his last little glimpse of, of like any kind of power because like his criminal syndicate is no longer a thing. Like he's living as a hermit. He, he's, he's lost like everything he has. Greg, if you love Maul so much, why don't you go and marry him? Just dive into the screen right here, go up to him, and marry him, if you love him so much. But Maul just... Maul... He's really contemplating it. I saw him seeing... Can I go into the screen? I'm trying to continue my point, and you're making jokes and not letting me finish the point, because, cause again, like, Maul is also just kind of, like, like reaching back for, like, what he used to have, because he, he, he wants power, because he did say, like, my power was once, like, unassailable, but he's also saying, like you know, we can walk the path together as friends, as brothers. Like, this is also... Ah, that's where you're he's going, yeah. also just... He's missing his family. He's missing, like, the, the Night Sisters, the, the brother who, who, who found him when he was all spider-leggy in Clone Wars that you don't know about, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, like, I've showed you, I think I showed you that, but yeah. Cool. Like... That's really cool. It's just him, like, looking back at that and just, like, I just... He's stuck in the past. Is, is what I'm. Is so what there's I'm a, a hypocrisy to the advice that he's given. Yes. You know, yes. let go of the past because he isn't. Because well, he 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 can't. Yeah. It's his obsession with Obi Wan is based on the past. His obsession with with. Yeah. Power is based on the past and the fact that he used to have it. He keeps lording over Mandalore. Like, oh well, I once ruled Mandalore. It's like you don't now. So what does it matter? Like, it's just he's obsessed with that and. I think that's where I have to end it right now until I can finish this thought. <laughs> I really appreciate that. And I'm sorry that I interrupted it by, by, by mocking you a little bit and trying to drag you back onto the side of comedy and having, and having fun together because this is, I, I mean, I this mean, is a very I, astute analysis, Greg. It really is. I will say, to your point, when he said, like, like as brothers, and he's looking at it, it's really sad, like, there's that part of me where it's like, I can change him. <laughs> I can change him, says a woman who is worse. <laughs> I, I believe is the is the meme. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for just uh, following me up with that with that nonsense. So My friends are trapped in there because of us. I can't just leave them. And and Maul goes back to a ship and, and, and flies away. Dude, he doesn't just go back to his ship. You make it sound like he slinks at his ship. He, he, Kevin Sorbo yells, <laughs> You disappoint me. I forgot about the, I forgot about that because he does absolutely pull a disappointed meme there. He yes, right? 100% does. While his uh, uh, his fighter craft with the, with the wings upturned in its landing configuration loom behind him like a fucking castle. It's that is so, so cool, so cool, and so extra, <laughs> right? And then he throws a little smoke bomb and <laughs> scurries back and, and flies away. 
it wasn't as cool as the rest of it, but the rest of it was pretty cool. And now Ezra is left to deal with his friends. He uh, doesn't see anyone uh, in the cave as he sort of slinks in, but we do. We see Sabine spider crawling around some <laughs> <Which> column. <laughs> is there was such such a ridiculous moment. I thought it was fantastic, and she pulls out the dark saber. Dark on saber. Him. Yes, I was just sitting there thinking, oh, I've seen this recently because you showed it to me in uh, in, in Clone Wars, and there we got, and then you told me that this was the creation of the dark saber was a bit of an afterthought because it was supposed to be a vibro blade, and the vibro blade was boring. Yes. But we don't want yes. to have to re-render everything, so we'll just mask black here, and we'll call it a dark saber. And you're still doing your excited little. I'm Little still dance. so happy. I like you have <laughs> a special no Mandalorian idea dance. when the dark saber popped up at the end of season one of Mando. I jumped out of like I jumped up and was just like screaming. I was losing my mind. Like so yes, I'm yes. So glad me. to be friends with you. No no excuses. Just. <laughs> Your your joy is is palpable and infectious across the gulf that separates us. <laughs> well, and and I'm also not trying to attack you with like a, a deadly deadly weapon like Sabine is is attacking Ezra there and yeah, that's a ferocious fight as he battles Sabine back into the light, mm -hmm. knocking her uh, out of the the mouth of the cavern and like, um, like until the spirit of her there with the force so the yeah. thing can like get, get oh, pulled out of right. her. Even uses force push on her over and over until uh, Satine leaves Sabine and sees the means of the memes. I I thought you made the mistake there, and then I realized what you're doing. So yeah, so, so yeah. Everyone, who, everyone who just like crossed your bees there, okay, we can like uncross that bee again, and just, we're, we're we're back to just the um... <laughs> <laughs> uncross your bees would also be a good episode title. But you've already named it, so that's fine. That's fine. He tells her that she's okay. Takes the dark saber, which she doesn't seem to comment on. She she doesn't seem fully aware of what just happened. I don't think she she remembers. She might not even recognize. Then he says, "Do not go back in there. They'll possess you again." What? Well, what about you? Won't they possess you too? I'm counting on it. Yeah, Ezra. Thanks. That's that's a great that's a great hmm. idea. Like we that already doesn't saw sound like, what, like a fan. Yeah. Yeah, we, we saw what you like. Uh, uh, possessed or under the influence of someone was before like yeah let's let's do that again that's a great great idea so good, mm -hmm. good, good suggestion mm -hmm. there i mean your hr file is already thickening by the minute <laughs> so back into the cave to the altar and it's like a sort of green plasma tree all the smoke uh, and, and and lasers are spilling out of the out of the table it's it's gorgeous gorgeously rendered the magic tendril stuff is is I, it's, I, it's just it's, gorgeous it's green and, uh, yes. and, and and hypnotizing and <laughs> i sort of feel like i sort of feel like data from starting the next generation who's given a drink by Guinan. <laughs> what's How's this? And and Data goes, oh, it is, and he smells it again. Hmm. It is, uh, uh, and then he sort of tastes it. Oh, it is, it is green. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, I thought you were going with another, because I'm pretty sure at some point, like, he, he drinks something and is like, this thing is vile. I want another one. Like, Oh, I hate this. It is disgusting. Do you want some more? Yeah, please. <laughs> okay. See, you, I just I mentioned TNG stuff, and you will get it. Okay, that's that's apparently my my in route with you. <laughs> then I start doing my little dance. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, there's there's only two lights here, Kaki, and it's in Kanan's eyes when he's like kneeling. <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> kneeling on the table, yes. Wow. Oh, Greg. That was cruel. Nice move, though. <laughs> Gotta respect the hostel. <laughs> oh, promise us flesh and blood. With it, we can begin again and rebuild the great clan of the Night Sisters. And it's a duel for Kanan's fate, which uh, Ezra has to win uh, without killing him, ideally. Oof. You said duel for Kanan's fate, and I just kept trying to figure out like how to make a duel the fates joke, and I just I had nothing. That was as far as I got. That I know I had I had nothing. I had nothing to add there. He succeeds, knocking down Kanan and uh, boasting to the Night Sisters, uh, uh, "Leave him, and you want me instead." And they all rise out of the altar. Apparently, they're just going to crowd in into Ezra like a like a like a like a boy sack full of ghosts, just a, just a skin bag. Does that mean plasma. that Ezra is, ha- is, is Hera's large bag? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. That's a much more wholesome joke. They're trying to turn Ezra into a large bag because that's the only thing they need to restart their clan. The dead must be paid. Now you will pay the price. I'm going to have to owe you one. And he has a better idea, which is extinction, which is destroying this, this, this altar and extinguishing what little sort of life force remains of this entire culture. And yes, I know that they're antagonists in this story, but you did just extinguish our culture to escape. Yeah, I did have that same thought as I was watching. I was like, I don't feel super great about this because this is also no, like right? the, the, the extinction of the Night Sisters, and I really like the Night Sisters. Um, hey, 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 respawn! If you're listening, please, please don't kill Marin. <laughs> Please don't do this to me. Like, let me have one, please. <laughs> there, it's, Big favor. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. So, hey, he smashes the, the, the altar with both the lightsaber and the darksaber combined, mm-hmm. I, which yeah, is I, I, kind I, of dope. I kept expecting him because, like, the entire dur- the entire during that, that fight, and it's not, like, a very long fight, but the entirety no. of it, like, he has both in his hands, but he's also, it's like, like holding on to his lightsaber with both of them. He never even like tries to do both sabers. And now, you know, he are you you're not trained in that kind of a thing. Like I get it, but just like Oh right, two handed fighting. Yeah. Like I guess I but I guess I was just surprised that he just like he didn't like to put it to his belt or anything like that. He was just like, I'm still holding it and then I put it back in and then I'm holding both of them together like while I'm fighting it's it happens right. so quickly I don't think it was anything but just like him holding it, but it's like that's interesting. That's yeah. That is interesting. So yeah, he kills the last remaining survivors of this this culture, who were I mean technically they're they're in their home, and they were demanding payment of a deal that was made with them. Yeah, and they, I mean it was also after like they were already like decimated and devastated. So like it was also destruction of like the hope for yeah these yeah. Ghosts. Um, but- destroyed by someone who just made a new deal with them, right? You leave Canaan, and, uh, you know, they held up their side of the bargain, and then they were extinguished by the by the Jedi. We've seen going back to season one, 
Ezra does not know how to make deal. <laughs> we we also I mean, don't he's get, been taking lessons from Hondo, but yeah, yeah, yes, not. We we also don't get get very long to to dwell on it because uh, Sabine comes in and we have like the one big laugh that we yes. really get this episode. This is a Which very is serious so episode. We get this one really good laugh. Sabine, I told you to stay outside. Hey, I've never listened to you before. Why start now? And now that we're sort of, I mean, that's a great palate cleanser. That's a great way to just like, okay, we've got, we've got it all shaken off. We've got a, we've got a, we've got a tension breaker here. Oh, everybody take a breath. Because now we've got to sort of recap where we are in the story. There's been a, like, a lot has happened in this episode that didn't pan out. Like there was a lot of tension between, uh, between Ezra and Maul that we know. He's not going to follow Maul. Yeah. Not in yeah. episode 10 of a 22-episode season. It, it also is just, like, a lot happened at the very end. I mean, like, the fight happens, like, with yeah. five minutes. Or, like, when they get possessed, it's with, like, five minutes left in the episode to go. Like, so, so like, they're, they're, yeah. there's, there's almost that, that, that thinking is, like, is this going to be, like, some kind of a two-parter thing? Because, like, that is a lot to do. But it also it doesn't feel. Barely any come down. It, it also doesn't feel like super unsatisfying either. It's just like, no, we're just, no. we're continuing here and this is, yeah, we're just, we're going to leave off here. We don't need to have like, because the characters are different. We don't need to have like Ezra having his like season one, like fireside talks with, with, with Kanan. And like, as and I, I yeah. love those moments. I love like him sitting on the ramp with, with, with Hera and him and Kanan talking and everything and playing, playing space yeah. ball basically. Oh god, you made me really nostalgic for those those Halcyon days now. I, I I know. As I was saying, it's like, oh, those are like actually really, really good moments too. So they're really yeah. So, so this is a different show now, and especially like as the rebellion is building, like they can't really be those people anymore. There's like the the the, the yeah, no yeah. going home kind of a, a, a feel. Yeah. So they they sort of recap their situation that he saw a planet with two suns. The answer to my question of how to destroy the Sith is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, which he also knows is what Maul wanted. So now we have to find Obi-Wan. I knew you were going to do it. I knew you were going to do it. <laughs> hey, it's the, same with, it's the same with aluminum, right? When, when you say your name, that's how that name is said. No rebuttal? Then the the motion carries. Obi Wan, it is. Fine. Okay. Yep. Yep. No. Yeah. I. I. I got nothing. So. So. Yeah. It's like obviously okay. we have to. We have to find. We have to find Obi Wan before. Uh, I'm not going to say it the whole time. I'm going to be. I'm going to be very honest with you. If you expect me to do that's that, okay. that's okay. That's why you've got it. me. That's why okay. you've got me. Every single time. Literally every time. <laughs> and until you start saying it to other people, they go what? And and then we have, like the penultimate shot is is. The dark saber sitting there on the ground. Sabine picks it up and just kind of looks at it, and you can already That's see it. just like she has different expressions crossing over her face. Yeah, like that. I mean, it's probably not going to come up anymore, is it? Right. It's cool. She's got the she's got the dark saber now. She put it in a closet or something, and it'll just be part of her junk. And we'll move on with. Okay, okay. So, no, 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 so, 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 you, can't, so, so. you can't lean into a podcast. You can't lean into the microphone. I can see you Watch leaning. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, okay. So, so in your uh, line of thinking there is that, like, if it didn't come up and if it should just, like, hide in the closet, that would mean that, like, Moff Gideon would have to have, like, 
attacked Sabine and possibly killed Sabine to take the dark saber from her. That is what you're. That's the evil that you're putting out there in the universe. Besides, like, oh, she's like putting in her closet. Like that is what that is the evil you're putting out there, cocky. What you are endangering Who? Sabine? No, I'm not. <laughs> Why would? Why would Moff Gideon care about this this legend? Why would he, he has care to do it somehow? About... He has to do it somehow. Yeah, he'll, he'll nick it. He'll, he doesn't he doesn't care about this uh, 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 about this tradition. That's not his tradition. Just, he'll just nick it. He'll just he's a sleazeball. Have you seen his hair? I mean, it's pretty great hair. Gotta say. I mean, like, there's 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 nothing that I would change about Moff about like. Anything that that John Esposito has been doing doing as as Moff getting it right. Like. <laughs> well, uh, uh, hard to trend, hard to like trend. You know, we, we don't have like a like a good kind of let's all like laugh moment uh, with with this episode. There wasn't a lot of laughs in this, which is fine. It like totally one hundred percent fine. Uh, I think I think I more than made up for with my stupidity here. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had some crackers in there. But, um, so so <sighs> I, I'm I'm curious what's like grabbing you and 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 just just nagging you. What's your tying gonna be? Um, have you ever seen the King's Speech? Yes. Yeah, the excellent film with uh, 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 oh, what's it called? Colin Firth and Colin Firth um, and God, why David can't Jones, I get his? But that doesn't help me any. Um, it's not. Uh, is it Bill Nighy? No, no, uh, no I think no, no, Bill no. Nighy's in it, but he isn't the speech therapist. This is about a speech therapist who's played by an actor whose name now escapes me. He's a he's a, he's a fantastic English Jeffrey Rush. Jeffrey Rush, thank you. Yes, yes perfect. There's... And he's a speech therapist for uh, uh, for King Edward. Oh no, or something. Uh, and so I want the story of Maul is rushing off to see his speech therapist because the, he, in his final speech when he to, to, to Ezra when he just realized, oh wow, I just really Kevin Sorbo. No wonder he turned me down. And he and he goes to see his speech therapist because it's it's not working. Okay, I still can't okay. control my emotions. Okay, no, my, Maul, my, it's my... okay. It's okay. Just say after me, the rain in Spain, the rain in Spain falls mainly on the, no, no, listen to me, Maul. I want Pygmalion. <laughs> okay. You, so, so, cause, 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 <laughs> I just what, opened my mouth and it came out. I'm so proud. So like what what I was kind of curious about was we're we going to like, you know. Maul fair lady. I can do this all night. So, 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 so with with the mall speech, like, would that be ending? That's not as good. Uh, would that be ending like with, with like the 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 dramatic speech while Beethoven's Third Symphony Movement Two plays? I think is what plays during that. I fell in love with that movement from that musical. That's the, or that that moment. That's the only reason why I ask. It's that that's how I learned uh, the Beethoven piece. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> Was from I, that movie. I, I, I can't place it myself. I'll take your word for it. Oh, well, I'm, is, I'm no help here. I know a, literature and I know is music. There a, is there a joke coming? No, that's it. That's it. I was just asking. I was just asking, like, is Morgan oh, giving, okay. like, a dramatic speech while that, while Beethoven's so, playing? So in, my fun, in, this, in this fun segment, that's my opportunity to make a silly little joke to, to have us all laughing. And I, and I made a bunch of great puns. And you're like, yeah, yeah that's cool, Kaki. I've got some things to say about Beethoven. And it was just a question. And it wasn't... <laughs> I was like, oh, something good must be coming here. 
I got nothing. I just, I just, okay, so I just how feel, about I just feel like I just ruined everything now. <laughs> no, how can I edit myself it's, out? <laughs> it's cool. We're, I mean, we're sort of possessed by the, by the spirits of these sisters. That's what happened. No, hang on. No, no. I have... I, I, the 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 tie-in is my is my only opportunity to rectify the injustices of this of this <laughs> uh, this world. <laughs> there is. Just, I want to see what happens to the Night Sisters next because, like, this altar wasn't the only source of their power. It wasn't the only thing that was sustaining them. It would be insane for them to invest so much and to permit it to be to be left so vulnerable. Like they have some sort of backup plan that's not nearly as cool, or they, you know, they they have to resurrect some night brothers to uh, uh, to repair their altar for them. Which you now it just takes so long because those those undead motherfuckers can't help but, but start a, 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 a prog rock band, and then you've got to listen to their concert, and then you've got to you know, give notes, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And after your second album goes platinum. Then we'll finish. Then you'll finish the altar. Yeah. Okay. Cool. God. Uh, God. They're so pretty, though. They are. They really are. Those Night Brothers, very, very pretty. But uh, gosh, they're a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I look forward to to hearing the performance then. Right. I mean, I said that as a, as a joke, but I'd actually really like to see some some, some fucking butt reggae <laughs> or trash metal by by shirtless Dathomirian punks. They're born punk. This is a whole species that's just born punk. I mean, they don't have to throw up the horns. They've already got them. <laughs> yeah, right. And they've got the attitude and the... Oh. Uh, okay, now there's a, a, there's, a, there's a bigger challenge waiting. What if we go to the... Oh, the Wardrobe department. No, I can't do it. Wardrobe department. <laughs> Whomst will you be wearing? An- another really difficult one. I I am trying to be very careful with like the the repeats that I'm doing. Um, oh, and, 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 like especially especially like given that I did like the the callus going through the window. Like I'm trying to like be less specific. So I'm going to do a more general one. I'm going to do Bendu. Ooh. I think you mean that. I had not seen that coming. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to do like uh, green eye laser mole, right? Like last time that you did LED inverted mole. And that would have been a good set. I thought about that one. I really thought about that one. I thought about doing doing canon with it. And and it just really wasn't, wasn't feeling it. And I was like, I haven't done Bendu yet. I want to do Bendu because I've already, I, I already like, I made the joke where like, oh, he's like Shadow of the Colossus, basically. Like, I already like in my head and just like like in, as a design yeah. stage, like figure out like how I would do Shadow of the Colossus. Like, what are the what are the different Colossi? Uh, I think that's yeah, the fourth yeah, yeah, one yeah. I was thinking of. Um, it's not that different from from this, honestly. Like the same general principle applies. That is a really cool idea. I wonder if there's Bendu cosplay already. <sighs> I hope it's glorious. I I like hope it would so. either be like a, a a big suit because he 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 knuckle walks, so he'd need arm extensions, right? Yeah, and, well, I mean, I mean, or just kind of like more. Actually, no, yeah, I do. You know, the, the 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 arm extensions are just like the the kind of like. 
But then the downside to that is even if you're if you if if you're a large person, uh, a large woman or a man, if you're still hunched down like that, you're not getting the full height. So. Maybe it's something more conceptual, you know, the way that some people like cosplay spaceships, yeah, and they do yeah. it brilliantly with just different like or, different or, components and aspects. I mean, there's there's there, there this woman who made who made this, her her own dress that was basically like the story of Empire, like through her dress. It was one of the most amazing oh. things that I've ever seen, and like I was talking to her about it, and, and I was like, oh, that's so cool, so cool. And it's like, oh wait, here's the best part. And she had a pocket in her dress that was the Falcon escaping from the big space <laughs> slug, which was <laughs> Exogorth. Amazing. Yes. 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 It was so good. So, so cool. So, you know, maybe I'll get weird and conceptual with it. Uh, I'd like that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the weird conceptual would be with it yet, but I. I I, just I, a crown of shit. <laughs> a crown of just you know whatever. I mean, what is what is it? Horns is, is, is it in coral? We don't know, but it's it, just it super seems cool. Coralish. The way that his design has seemed is just that like he was there and like the coral stuff like grew over him. That's kind of how it, right. yeah. the vibe I got at least. Yeah, it's 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 on the on, on the shell of a crustacean or a or a turtle that you just get barnacles and shit. I was trying to think of some 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 drug to do, and I got nothing. I I. <laughs> I think of. I'm I just think thinking I spent, that I, I think I just like I spent all my ammo on like everything else this episode to to make up for like how serious this was. <laughs> no, but I thought it was. I thought it was great. Uh, like I actually kind of. I mean, I love the comedy. I love the adventure in in Star Wars Rebels. I love the uh, incredible ensemble pieces. I, every now and again, I really enjoy these really tight, scary episodes as well. I mean, especially just because, like, how just beautifully well done it was. Like, it just, I mean, like, because yeah. like, even just like, like, like the opening with the 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 lightning crashes and everything, and going into the Freddy Krueger mm. sequence, basically, like, it really was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, like, like it, it it set the tone very quickly, and it like it let you breathe in those moments, but it never really let yeah. up at the same time. So it's like it. <sighs> Really, really well done. Yeah, because this was by Brent Friedman, who did the last battle and uh, Dark Skies, and he wrote for for like the Twilight Zone in the two thousands. That version. Did so, like, you say Dark Skies? Yeah, I think last time you said Falling Skies, and Falling Sky, and then I said, Oh yeah, with Doug oh, Jones no. in it. Oh no! And that's not Dark Skies. Dark Skies is like a sort of X Files set in the sixties. Yeah, Falling I, Skies sure. had Noah Wiley, and it was like two, 2009. Okay, so I've been having a very different impression. Oh, no. Oh, no. I for sure. I, oh, no. <laughs> uh, no, it's okay. I, I very briefly got to live in a world where there was some sort of connection between Doug Jones and, and, and Star Wars, which... Hey, why has that fool never been in Star Wars? That is a good point. Why has Doug Jones ever... We, 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 we need to we get Star someone Wars on this. miss out? <laughs> yeah, hey... Okay, uh, let's wrap up the episode. We've got to call some people. Yes, I don't yes. know who. They're going to be very confused to hear from me. I'll, I'll start a hashtag. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'll show them. <laughs> Tune in to our next episode, Ghosts of Geonosis. <gasps> Greg, I can't gasp anymore. <laughs> gasp. The crew goes to Geonosis in search of missing rebels. 
You can find us at rebelair.com or rebelairpod on Twitter and Instagram. That's air with an H. I'm Kaki. I'm Greg. I told you to stay outside. Hey, I've never listened to you before. Why start now? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the one, baby! <laughs>